What's up, everybody? Josh here, and I am in sunny Colombia right now. I have this crazy, crazy, crazy friend named John Michael, and I have the chance to actually interview him. And in this interview, we talk about his life growing up in the 80s in Medellin, which, if you don't know, is one of the most dangerous places in the world at the time because of all the narco trafficking and infamous criminal Pablo Escobar. So he talks a little bit about that, a little bit about his life um, growing up, and just some crazy adventures he's been in. So I hope you guys enjoy, and keep following along for some more crazy, interesting interviews from people around the world. Cheers. Hey, check it out, guys. This is what's up. Hey, you're hanging out with us. Your friends. Friends with Fink. I think it's time for a beer. It's good to be universal. Exactly. Because everything is connected. And you're you're the you're the universal man. From what I hear, I, I you know, from stories and tours that we've been on, man. Um, yeah. Just just to say a little bit for the for the people listening, uh, I'm interviewing John Michael. Is that yeah. it? Yes. Originally from from Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. Nice man. So. Nineteen seventy one. Seventy one. I you look like you're in your. You look like you're thirty. Like yeah, you're, yeah. You look younger than I do. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Chicaneamos. is like um showing off or I'm just like um like I'm feeling proud of this but this is another oh, yeah. for that. You showing off? Yeah, but or just feeling you, proud? Exactly, yeah, but there is a <laughs> brag, you brag. Oh you're bragging. You you brag, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so chicanear is the same word, chicanear. Chicanear. Ch- chicanear. Chicanear. So chicanear is like they say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you come with yeah, yeah, you look like 30, but you're 60, but you whatever. But but we but we nosotros chicaneamos saying this. Wait a minute. Are you you're not sixty? No, no, no. <laughs> well, there's some, some people in the islands that they say they might be like 600 years old. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what I mean? So, anyways. Wow. <laughs> That's out of Well, fucking salute to this. Salute to this. All right. So, we say here, yeah. Santa Teresa. No, so when, when, when we get, when some people say that we go like, okay, it's on seis. Cuatro polvos, seis horas seguidos sin sacarlo. Says, I got like six hours from what? So, four? Four. Bang, bang. Exactly, right? So, yeah. Bang, bang, six hours no stopping without taking it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It says Pachicania, it's not oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can't fuck for six hours? Yeah. What, no? I can fuck for three months. Salud. I've done it, man. <laughs> three fucking months, we were like zombies. <laughs> 
God damn, man. Ah, fuck it, fuck it, man. Eso sí es chicaneado. Yeah, it's chicaneado. Chicaneado, for sure. So you, you grew up in Medellín, then, in the 70s? In the 70s and the 80s. 70s, 80s. In the 80s, I, 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 I grew up in a middle class. My yeah. father was the, like a black guy coming from the Pacific coast. From Buenaventura. Buenaventura, okay. In the Pacific. I almost went there. I haven't been there. <laughs> the food. And then if you take a boat and you can see sharks and oh, everything, right? Yeah, in I, the Pacific, I, you know. The furthest I got was uh, Buga. Buga, yeah. Yeah. Did you eat uh, pandebonos, you know, like pastry? In, in, in some, some, a little bit. I was in like a, like a tour. That's where I got my fake ID right here. Mm-hmm. I was on a tour to explore all of like Cali and, mm-hmm. and Buga and that areas for yeah. to understand all the tourism it's and another, culture and food and everything. Yeah, it's another culture. Man. Yeah, it's another man. world. So you can salsa dance then pretty well, huh? They know how to do it. They know mm-hmm. how to do it. I have family relatives that are from Cali and yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, that's for the record. Because my grandfather used to be, was one of the initiators of uh, the Cali Cartel. The, really? In, I mean, he was in the 60s. In mm. the 60s, I mean, I'm not going to say, but in the early 60s in New York selling drugs, selling okay. cocaine. So it's like, I wasn't the first one. Like the old guys and then the, the, then the big guys, you know? Mm-hmm. The old guys. Before they get really came. Yeah, but then, yeah, they just like smuggling here. But then they, 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 then they came to Cartel, which is like coming big stuff. The big, know? like. But big my, my, my grandfather was. Is the original. The original, original. gangster huh, in New York. Because they were working. The yeah, because Buenaventura <laughs> is the main port in Colombia. Right. Main port. So yeah. everything is happening there. Everything's going through yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So he, learned, he used to be the one like bringing. I mean, like. It's, it's cigarettes or mm-hmm. or uh, alcohol. Yeah, smuggling and not paying the, for the tax for and the everything. Tax, so he yeah. or or whatever you know. Sure. So so when they come dealing with the cocaine, it's the same route. It's the same thing. It's the same people that used to do it. They have the connections. So the connections came to them. It just came easier. It's just, came, it's just like yes, second exactly. second nature. Yeah, like. Because Aventura's on the Pacific, though. Yeah. Do they go through the canal, or yeah. they would go... Uh, they go through the canal, yeah. And then up to New York. Yeah, or going, because there was a, a column, there was a Naviera, like a Navy, uh, boat that belongs to Colombia, but like a special company, transporting. Yeah, like a transport company, I don't know. Exactly, right? So it was Colombian, and then... I, my, my, my mom had a cousin that was working as a chef in one of these boats, right? And they okay. go through all the Pacific, go all the way up to California, around Hawaii, and then Japan, and then coming back, I don't know if it's Australia, and then coming back to Buenaventura. Wow, that's Going a big route. Yeah, takes, yeah it takes, so he was working all, all the year. So I think they were using, because he told me one day, that sometimes the boat stops near California mm-hmm. and then they get they take everything in hundreds of kilos onto the to the Coast Guard. I didn't say that. Yeah, Coast Guard. So Coast Guards and then <laughs> everybody quiet. Yeah, everybody gets paid. And that's it. And that was in the same time my my grandfather was working. So I think that they were using instead of crossing the canal. 
Mm-hmm. It's going straight just, to California. Just straight to Cali. Yeah, man. Because yeah, because I know yeah, from Cali to Cali, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why the Cali, the Cali, they have some 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 different states than in cities in the United States than the Medellin cartel. Medellin cartel was going straight to Florida, right? And then they would just run in Miami, and then you know, yeah. And then they went to New York, and then in New York they start fighting because I mean. Whatever, Cali and Cali say we this is our city. Right. Stupid. Right. And then it's like, oh what the fuck? So you so you own that. No 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 no. So it's not fight. Man. But that's another story, you know. Did you did you ever do any smuggling yourself? Nah. No, no, I can't. It's, 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 you can it's, or you can't talk about it. No, no, what I'm saying is like uh, if you know about the business, mm-hmm. you don't smuggle anything. Okay. You need to do it. If you need to smuggle, it's because you are talking about l- luck. Luck. And then yeah, and, and yeah, and then that's being outside the real business. The real business is with the people that run the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. If you're doing trying no to do idea. something outside, that's the people that goes to to jail or get in trouble. Right. So you need to know how to, how it works. People that are trying to cross the airport without paying anybody at the airport, is is it's just like to see if you can pass by luck. Okay, the, I that, seriously. That, you yeah. know, if you pay the, the the police or they pay whatever the control, then you're then, not smuggling. You're exactly. just working. Basically. You're working, then right? You make it happen. Right. Okay. So I that's why that's why I mean that's the difference between between my generation and the new generation because in my generation is that that everything was happening. It was, like, done. It, was, it was business. It wasn't exactly. It wasn't sketchy. It wasn't no, 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 no. And then it was the, everybody's conversation because everybody wants to know what's going on. I mean, what's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> People are making money, and you don't know what's going. At least you need to know what's going. It doesn't matter if you want to do it or not. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person that you, as, as a citizen, with knowledge. Oh shit! Hold on one second. Yeah. I just want to test. Oh, we are still recording, but I never actually plugged in the, the microphones. Mm. We're just... Okay. <clears throat> oh, man. Well, the beginning of this might not be the greatest, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened when beer's involved. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to pause it for a second. Okay, so, yeah, that's test, it. Test, test. Okay, now the, the audio is going to sound a lot different, but that doesn't matter. Okay, no, it doesn't matter, no. man. You know? <laughs> you know how it is. Puerto Fumaraquín. Yeah, I don't know. How Orita, have, I don't have when, any you, when you're done eating, I'll, I'll smoke. No worries. Cheers, man. <laughs> cheers, cheers, man. Cheers. Sorry. Oh, well, no. nine minutes. Mm. Whatever. You can go upstairs. You think so? Yeah. We can go upstairs. Yeah, yeah probably. Be or out there. Or, or out there. Mm. Well, let's wait till you're done eating. Yeah. Hippity hop. For, <laughs> for, for the people listening at home, Andrea, Nina de Agua, is, is hanging out here with us. Oh my God, you're recording this. <laughs> Yeah, of course I'm recording this. So you have to do the introduction, right? Because it wasn't in the record. She, uh, well, we, we already had one interview. It's already oh, set. Okay, so. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. No worries. But, <clears throat> I'm sorry because I'm eating and maybe my... Uh, no, it's, they think it's so sensible. No, nah, no, 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 it's all right. Your joints. It just makes it more real. This is, yeah. This is, Pitocin. I mean, did they change their taste or what? I don't know. Maybe because it's old. Oh, okay. Yeah. We drink it tastes good. It tastes oh. good. 
drink Pilsen because we're ill, son. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Dave for making <laughs> This belongs to a um, English company. Pilsen. Yeah. Pilsen Colombia. Yeah, it's down here. They bought the, the, the whole company. Hmm. They bought, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't remember the name of the company, but this company has like six different beers in the whole country. Oh, yeah. Something like that, so. There's a lot of beer here in Colombia, though. Yeah. The, 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 um, the city or the town, the area where they drink most beers, do you know where it is? Medellin. Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, if it's not Medellin, or Cartagena, because it's Exactly, because it's hot and stuff like Barranquilla, you know what it is? No. Yeah, so you, you know how much beer you drink there because even not even the locals but also the tourists, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not, and, and it, with all that, it doesn't even reach number one uh, state or department of drinking beer in the whole Colombia. You know which one it is? It's uh, Bo Boyacá. Boyacá. In Tunjan, Boyacá. Like the people, you can sit down here, it's next to Bogotá. Boyacá Boyacá is, is, yeah. is next to Bogotá Next to Bogotá, yeah Boyacá es el estado Bogotá es la ciudad Pero es Cundinamarca Sería el estado donde está yeah, Where like is Bogotá And then Boyacá it's Is like the another, next state Another province state. Yeah. yeah And then the province No, the state And then the province is Tunja The Tunja. capital And that's the, like the, those, those guys Are the, 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 the ones that drink most beer and it's cold and they drink beer i mean they drink a lot well you don't have to put it in the fridge i guess <laughs> yeah you don't have to do that. here i don't have to refrigerate exactly <laughs> good that's beer that's why like where we live on the coast in costa rica sometimes we drink ice in our beer mm -hmm. or you drink a lot because you can't leave your beer outside exactly otherwise it gets cold so you have to drink uh -huh. it but then when it's empty you need another one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we drink a lot there. Too. We put ice in Venezuela also. In Venezuela, you guys and put it nice there. With frescolita. Frescolita, yeah. Frescolita. Um, it's como yeah, fresco. Um, it's como uh, fresca. Frescolita. It's like seven up, but. Toronja. No, no, it's more like um, fruity. I don't I, know, it's, it's I, pink. It's I, kind of pink. I think <laughs> Venezuela is the only country in South America. Refajo, that, se llama. Refajo, sí, Beer claro. Uh -huh. <laughs> Beer, yeah. You drink that when he you're always on the do river the same thing. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, like a, on the coast, you drink. Beer with ice. Exactly, yeah. And then we drink beer and soda, uh, Colombiana. Colombia, ah, oh, yeah, I've seen it. Some yeah, people ask me, they're ice. like, I'll have a beer and they're like, Colombiana. Uh huh. See. It tastes like. Uh, have you ever been to Peru? See. Si. La chicha beer? morada. I was gonna say like uh, Inca soda. Ah, oh, Inca soda. Si, 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 si. Es Inca soda. Yeah, that's like that. Si. That is pure sugar. You pee it out the same color. That <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but but Peru, I like Peru. Peru has such, so so many flavors too. Yeah, right. I mean, it's different than Colombia. Colombia is, is the, the thing is that Colombia is like a diamond. Colombia shines by itself. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have a lot of t stuff that it's supposed to have, but it shines. I think it's the people and everything at the same time. It like has a, everything. When, yeah. I, when I ask people, or people ask me, I really, they're like, uh, why Colombia? Why do you love Colombia so much? You lived in Costa Rica for so long. Mm -hmm. 
it's like, yo, Colombia is like the older brother of Central exactly. America. Yeah. Anything you have in Central America, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Panama, you have it in Colombia. Yeah. But it's just nicer. That's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see. I know, I know. I know because now that I'm, because I wasn't a tour guide all my life. I've been um, a teacher. You were a teacher? I've been, I've been, a te been teaching, you know. Like in, in, uh, in a school, like a Colombian school? Or? Yeah, in, but not in a school, school in, in, in institutes, okay. in private classes. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, but I used to give private class, like business English to executives in companies. So I go to the company, so the companies, I, I used to give t uh, teach class in the president office. So I got to meet the, like, meet, like, 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 like in, in Medellin. No, 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 the president of the company. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah. they have big money, man. They have, yeah. this guy is like having, flying his own plane. Shit, son. Private plane. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they, they, you know, I don't know, I don't remember exactly the name of the company in England, but Kraft mm -hmm. is a produce company, right, in the States? Yeah, Kraft. They, they bought the biggest same kind of company in England, I just don't remember, for $19 billion, something like that, okay. right? Okay, that's in the books that I was reading in the business English. And then they came to Colombia to buy all of this company that's almost similar, it's yeah, called Senu. Senu. Yeah, Senu. Because okay. Senu has, it's, it's monopolized the whole, the whole market. They yeah. bought all the companies, they bought all of them. Excellent. And they, keep the, they kept their names. But it's run by this yeah, company, like Walmart. Exactly, exactly, right. Like that, yeah. So and then uh, Kraft came to them to uh, to talk. Okay, we want to buy your company. They say mm. no, we compete. This guy, these people have big money. They have big money, man, because they they are next to Argos, and Argos is a concrete company. This concrete company bought one of the biggest concrete company in the United States. So it's a Colombian company buying American companies. Con concrete. Concrete. Concrete yeah. companies in cement and all that. Colombian. Mm. You go all Central America, you find Argos everywhere. It's a Colombian company. Argos. Argos. I probably seen it. Yeah, it's green. It's green, like a weird green. I mean, like a. Yeah, man. So these people got money. So I used to teach English to these people, and then I just got to see like how is the setup of the country, <laughs> man. Damn. Yeah, of the country. That is crazy. Yeah. And you, like, so you grew up in Medellin, but your you say your grandparents are from. So I'm from Cali and Buenaventura. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to like figure out the like areas of the country, like Choco or Coco. Or? It's a little bit south of that, yeah, but it's the same people. Yeah, yeah. It's the same people. It's all in wood, black people, I mean, indigenous too, because mm -hmm. my great grandfather, I went to visit, visit mm -hmm. them in the jungle. Yeah. We're talking about 1977 or something like that, 76. 78, yeah, and going in the jungle on the other side of the river, in the jungle, but on the other side of the river. So you're like far you mean away. Like Amazon River. Yeah, uh, it's in it's, it's near El Pacifico, but yeah. it's something like that, you yeah. know. And no electricity, no running water. Nothing. Their house is in how you call it, like palafitos, like still. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Only two rooms and no kitchen. No, no, I mean, kitchen is in the back with something that's smoked and some. Like, but an, that's, or, or like an oven. Or no exactly, yeah, but no, no, because no electricity. So, you know. So, anyways, they have their own crops of uh, corn and, you know, maize and, 
and they have their own water spring. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, a, a spring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then chontalu, well, all kind of fruits, right? Yeah, Sugarcane, sure. animals. Yeah. They have, you know, <laughs> yeah, chickens, sure. and then you my know. My first job in Costa Rica, I, I used to cut sugarcane. Ah, okay. So you know how to eat it and everything, <laughs> yeah, right? Sure. My grandpa so used to eat it and, and open it like this without you, because you have to, really, because yeah, that's too strong. Second. And my grandfather is like, man, he must have teeth. Yeah, Dang. very strong, very strong. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so I went to visit them. So one of them was my great grandfather was indigenous. Was uh his name was Claro, Claro, as an indigenous, and then and then his uh, wife Pura. Pura. Yeah, it was like pure, pure, yeah, pure. So Claro and Pura, that was their names. That was their names. Sí. Or the name of like their ancestors, like their tribe. No, 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 no. Their no, names. Name. Clara and Pura. Claro. Claro. For a name, for a guy, claro. Claro. And pura. Pura, like pura vida. Yeah, like pura vida, like pure. Claro so, and, and she pura. was like very black, and then all white hair, all <laughs> like like a little copito de, 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 de algodón. And then they were very savvy. They were hunting. They, 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 they knew about the river, everything. Damn. Yeah, living the real life. And then, did you ever live over there, or you? Always I slept one day, one day, or one night. I was scared. I got scared. But you were born in Medellin. I was born in Medellin. Yeah, I was just visiting my my grandpas and oh, my yeah. great grandparents, cool. great grandparents. Yeah, but then you know, like I was coming from. I know I don't like that because I know the mosquitoes and stuff like that. And then now I'm, I miss that. I miss I would stay there. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone, for the people that are listening to this podcast, like, what was it like? Growing up in Medellin in the, I guess, 60s, 70s, mm -hmm. 70s, 80s, 80s, 80s and 90s, really. Exactly. It yeah. used to be the most dangerous place. If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. No, it's okay. No, it's, it's part of my DNA. <laughs> yeah. No, at uh, the beginning, I mean, there was, there was a lot of uh, people that are they're very naive people living in all, the whole country. You know, even though we have violence and stuff, but there was no robbery, there was nothing, right? And then all of a sudden, these these guys like coming with weird stuff, you know, like big cars and dressing different stuff like that. And then they know things we don't know. They have a lot of money. They're buying houses and transforming the houses. And then now okay. their kids are having all kind of, I mean, they're giving money to everybody, buying us for a like, birthday party. And then, and then now nobody knew what, who were there, who were them, you know, because like just, people, <clears throat> so you used to call them magicos, magicos, magic people. Magicos. Yeah, they're making money out of nowhere. We don't know what it is, but they're making they're money. They're just making money. Yeah. Cause, you, oh, yeah. And like you said, like, Dressing differently, just like really expensive, like tuxedos or no, no, just regular clothes. But here we didn't have like too much clothes, you know. Just right. everybody dressing. I mean, like uh, old days clothes, like from the thirties or the nineteen hundreds in the states, you know, like, like same kind of clothes. No, no brands. No, and then these guys are coming with. Nice clothes from Europe and the United States and stuff like that. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. you know. And, and then, just throwing money around. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, that, that was after, yeah, that was after because at the beginning you only you you don't you only see them passing by. That's it. You don't get to get close to them. No, you don't at the beginning. At the beginning, yeah, yeah. See them. You, you know, you try to know what's going on. And but then after a while, my my neighborhood middle class, they were coming and staying in our place. I mean, they're like buying properties and stuff because. Mm -hmm. Because they're coming from poor communities, right? So the first house they buy, because there are many, many levels and many, many people working in different places. In, right. in oh, sorry. Yeah, cheers. Take cheers, man. Uh, working in the in the business, you know. So some people have big money, so other people get extra money. So I mean, people making money in different places in different Wherever, right? yeah. levels. So these type of guys, like kind of drug dealer, but it's growing and. The first house they want to buy is in the middle class. They don't want to go to high class right away because, especially back in the days, rich people were white. There is no like brown people with money in Colombia at that time. Some people, yes. Yeah. But most of them, blonde, blue eyes, green eyes, rich. That's but it. You call them white people, but they're. Born Spanish. They're Colombians. They're Colombian, Colombians, but Colum right. white Colombians, like, right? Like without being from Hispanic. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Without being racist, it's just mm. that's the just, way it was. That's, <laughs> that's the way it was, you know. So, anyways, and I, some, I had to ask us because, uh, yeah, I find the further south they go, and people are like, "Oh, they're white," mm. you know. And you're like, "No, you're not white, like <laughs> England it's, white." It's, but you say you're white. Uh -huh. And it's like, it's a different thing for people. Exactly. Yeah. But here is without being racist. From here up, up, down, they still have their thing that they want to keep pure. They still in the 1600s or 1400s or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they, sure, they yeah. are racist. But it's because they're trying to follow something that they grew up to. So it's not even their fault. Yeah, yeah. So we don't pay attention. We don't pay attention it's to that racist, here in Colombia. Like a, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. So, if people, somebody's like that, it's like, oh man, you're still far away. You need to learn a lot. So we don't pay attention <laughs> to that shit. Yeah. So, anyways, but these people, and it's not only what, it's not only that, but it's also that they don't know how to speak. They're like, they have a weird accent for the regular people. Okay. Yeah. Because these people that are coming from towns like this or from the mountain Capesinos. exactly they don't know how to speak and then they keep the same way they their parents are speaking and then the surroundings so people don't know how to speak so when you, if you when you go to those levels people that have been in different universities and then you come into talk they're not gonna patient pay attention or they just look at you like you will and we're talking about the 70s you know mm -hmm. now we don't give a fuck same, same. right yeah. but before was like a taboo. So they come depending to depending on how you spoke is like would determine a, your class. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like because it was how more you educated dress. or like more yes. formal to like slang. Exactly. Right? So it's all together. So it's the way you speak, yeah. the way you behave, the way you walk, the way you whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Your yeah, style. The way you look, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden everything's starting to get mixed together because no, now it's so. Now they are the one that are pushing. They're the one that are pushing because they're coming from families that they're drug dealers. They've been in prison. They've been doing this. They're coming from, from, from poor, and then they're just making their way up into the business. Mm -hmm. 
So now when they reach the universities and when they reach the schools, yeah. they are the one pushing and then this is, so now the guys that are trying to be like, oh, this is my fuck, no, it's out, man. Yeah. Right now, because now these guys are having more money than the rich people in Colombia. That's ah, crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, and then that's what, that how you see now people that are like driving motors, because now before like driving a, like a nice motorcycle is one of those fast yeah. motors. It's just for like set of group. Now, now you have everybody, everybody or everybody people that are from, motor, yeah. and these guys are even more crazy. Right? <laughs> and that's why you can see more deaths and stuff, but then more limits. I mean, they're breaking records and stuff, and then more people pushing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that is helping Colombia into being a different country than other countries because of the narco traffic. Somehow, the culture of that. The culture behind the that is yeah. changed Colombia. Yes, the, yeah, yeah, the personality, I mean, the behavior and everything, the way we behave, the way we see things, because we know how corrupted the whole system is. Mm. Because that was our, our conversations everywhere for decades. We're just talking about narco-traffic. Other things, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, but so, it's the Colombian <laughs> thing, you know. The, like, the idea of, like, all of these people with all their wealth and all their extravagant things like mm -hmm. you would say that's that's changed Colombian culture yeah because yeah. you know they're now we are more awake or more slick or not so dumb or sometimes if you're working for people like that these guys are very smart so if they work when I'm working with somebody telling hey you do this do this so a person start like learning things and then there's that's the same thing they learn teaching to their kids. So the next generation is going to be knowing things that people before didn't know. You know what I mean? It's just an influence. No, yeah, what I'm trying to say, I think, or my, my question I'm trying to ask is that, do you think that Colombia, like, because if you go to Medellin, if you go to Cartagena, like you see like, rooftop pools on like really elegant hotels and like Colombia has some very beautiful extravagant architecture and all this stuff do you think like the idea of what you know wealth is or like the idea of what's really glamorous was shaped because of all of these narco traffickers and all these drug dealers or do you think it was depends yeah but it depends on how, the, how you are because we are always talking about drug dealers from the city, but you know what? The biggest drug dealers are in the in the towns. I mean, in in the regions. Like if you go to los llanos orientales, el Caquetá, el Meta, que those places nobody goes. Mm -hmm. Those are those guys are big guys, and those those guys are really rich. Yeah. Because remember, the business in narco traffic is not run by Colombians. Right. This the whole, this whole narco traffic is run by the big ones. United States. Yeah, I mean the same people <laughs> that are is, is closing this this the towns is the same people the that politics, are in power. Yeah, the people. In power yeah, and then the people that are behind them, because anyways, all these tons of cocaine that are going to the states. Just let's just talk about the states, right? Yeah. Because it's Europe and everywhere, right? Yeah. We'll but to the same. states. Somebody is, is, is getting that money. I mean, that money is going somewhere. Mm -hmm. at, at the, the end, end. At the end, 
right? At the end, the bigger the bigger cash payout is in the states, right? right? Yes, yeah. yeah. That business is there, mm -hmm. right? We make some money, but it's not the money is there. It's not the big picture. No, because I mean, you know how much is a kilo here? No. It's, I mean, let's let's say. 1500 okay and how much is in, is in miami it's like ten thousand. no like thirty-five thousand. and then you go to new york it's fifty thousand dollars or even 80 or something yeah, that's crazy. and then you start going down like cutting 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 i mean instead of buying 100 kilos you buy 10 kilos then is the, and then they cut it they put everything something yeah. extra so so that, that's yeah. exactly Detergent, yeah baby powder and yeah exactly salt. right yeah. so and then they're making good money yeah, that's, that's big money well, and that's a lot I gotta, of I gotta press pause on this for a second because I have to pee it's still there so. <laughs> 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 we had to take a little uh, little break for anybody listening <laughs> we started going down a weird yeah. off topic right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah, I don't know no, how is the influence in Colombia and the narco-traffic is total. Uh, even though, like, now our people in power is the narco-traffic people. You, yeah, you think so? You say oh, so, yeah. No, it is. It is. It's the power of the narco-traffic is in... Is, is it's in the, like it's the, the government. government. It's the government. The, when, the, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, so when you were growing up in Medellin, did you ever have to get involved with that out of necessity? It was very close to me, but yeah. I didn't, but I mean, like uh, we, like uh, in my times, when I was young, I mean, when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, because at the beginning, yes, we have narcotraffic close to us. My, my, my parents' best friends, when, they, when I was seven, their parents were drug dealers, right? Yeah. And then the same thing, same guys when I was 10 and 11, 13, you already have a little bit more knowledge. Mm -hmm. And you know your, your friends, I mean, their parents are drug dealers, you know that. Yeah. That was very, people didn't hide it before. Actually, you have a lot of respect mm -hmm. if you're a drug dealer. Because you were making money? You were making money, you had power, and then you're the one going on because there was nothing in the country. There was nothing. So they were the only people having something. So, you know, they're the one running the show. They're like, and helping the economy, I mm -hmm. guess. Of and course, yeah, because they're opening business for their own, but it's still, I mean, the money is circulating, right? Yeah. I mean, did, the bankers are the ones getting all the money, but anyways. Did you ever have to, or did you ever witness any, like, the bad end of that? Like, everything, everything. Going to school, seeing dead people. <laughs> no, no, never like that, never like that, no. At the beginning, when they start fighting, because there were different wars. Mm -hmm. There were different wars. They were, when these people are getting money down, then you have people trying to rob things from them. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then they try to make their respect, so they kill them back. But then they were fighting to each other because they have problems in the business. Mm -hmm. So now they're hiding people to kill this other person. So now we have sicarios, killers. Sicarios. Sicarios are something that we never have any idea about. I mean, like, how are you going to kill somebody? You, know, you don't kill here. You know? So right now you have sicarios. So I have a lot of friends that were sicarios, but sicarios, killers, are, they, they have different levels. Mm -hmm. I mean, from any, anybody in the street to, like, politicians and stuff like that. Oh, shit. You know? 
Were you so, ever were you ever like approached or asked to be I, part I was of it? no to do it because people used to join free because they want to they want to have money. Right. They want to do something and it's people like under starvation because it's not like a regular people staying in a place, no. They were under starvation. Right. It's, you don't think yeah. properly. For sure. You you like, you're desperate, you're ready to do anything. Because mm -hmm. yeah. starvation doesn't, I mean, it goes exponential. And right, absolutely. One, the next day, you need to eat. <laughs> Dude, if I'm hungry. <laughs> exactly. You don't have, you have hours right. so to make a decision. So they jump into this. They're the one running the show. They're the one you're making money. That's the one, everything. I go. Especially if it's a people that doesn't have opportunities. Mm -hmm. So they don't need to. Uh, how you call it, like recruit anybody. Mm -hmm. they you don't, know, yeah, they don't everybody want to join them. They're ready to go. Exactly. So that's one level. But then after a while, you have people that are in different levels and then they learn how to do this or to do that. I mean, these people that are smart, wow. lucky, and they, I mean, <clears throat> that are going up in this, in the, in the cartel. Right, in the, the cartel. Style, yeah. Exactly. So people, like I knew people from different levels. That's crazy. Killers, yeah, killers yeah. from different levels. And they used to be like, I didn't do drugs or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. like to do, uh, like play soccer and, and watch cartoons and, or football. Or, For sure. That's it. I'm going to school. You know, I was a regular guy. Not involved, not even people who you could smoke weed next to me had no desire of even test, tasting it. Because no, I was, like I don't need it. I don't need it, right? Yeah. And then the same thing with they start like getting killed, killing people and making money. And then, then now nah, I was like, mm -mm 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 -mm, I won't do it. I won't kill nobody mm -hmm. and for money. And, and I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do nothing like that. No. But I, what I would do is if you, because my first ex-wife was mm -hmm. a lawyer, sometimes people get in trouble in the States and mm -hmm. then I can translate their indictments. Okay. Right. It's legal. Yeah, yeah. So you're working for them legally. Legally. Legally with my ex-wife. My ex-wife. She was a lawyer, so I used to translate in diamonds. Man, you must have... Is there, is there anybody that ever stuck out? Like you knew you like translated an indictment for somebody? Oh, no. Yeah, people getting killed for that shit. Not that I know exactly, but you need to pay for this shit because mm -hmm. it was your fault. Because they say... Oh yeah, yeah, this guy got the tail or whatever. That's the but that's what they say here. Mm -hmm. But when you you read the indictment, it says the opposite. <clears throat> right. So that means this guy. I mean, that means a lot of money sometimes. Did you ever translate for somebody? will say that's infamous or like like a known hitman or gangster or anything. Everybody you translate there are famous, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You know, that's it. You know, like everybody because it's a it's a small. It's a small community, mm -hmm. and then all those guys are like, um, like a celebrities, like celebrities, Damn. like celebrities. Yeah. Damn. So, and then you know, like uh, you hear, not now, now everything, everybody's quiet. Still, you need to hear stuff, but you need to be really inside the business to know names. Mm -hmm. But before it wasn't everybody's. Everybody's just talking. Worth, yes. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So people became famous in this, 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 and that. Oh, this is that. Because it, for, 
actually, I don't know if they knew what they were doing, but at, at the same time, they making the population waking up mm -hmm. because something is going on, and then you know, like, what the fuck, you know, these guys are doing this, are doing that. They they are challenging the government, the police, this, this, and that. And now they have so much power. Because if you don't have that much power, then you cannot challenge the government. Right. Because people have so much power that is challenging not only the government, but also the United States. The world. As a, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, and then now they're going to places. And then let me tell you, like, uh, I remember I was in a, like a birthday party of a girl. Right. <laughs> and then in the 80s, is the time of the, like down the rock and roll, rock, rock heavy metal, and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I was born in the late eighties. So. Okay, so <laughs> you know the the, the the band called Poison. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They have a few songs. They Absolutely. Like, yeah. Right? Good looking guys and stuff like long hair. Mm -hmm. We have a group of guys exactly like them in Medellin. <laughs> yeah. Blonde, blue eyes, everything, good looking guys and everything, long hair, which like nobody have no long hair in the eighties. No. No. Not in Colombia. That was in the light not in Colombia. Yeah. yeah. People start getting it but not like and these guys they haven't even like makeup. Which They're is like, like weird for everybody because like uh, we're talking about no, there was no like drag queens at that time. Eh? No, no, it was no, no, it no. was in the eighties when guys wore makeup and long hair. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, poison. These guys, right? Po like poison. They used to call them poison, right? But these guys were so fucking dangerous, man. They were killers, all of them, working for for the mafia. Really. And then I remember I was in a, and then this, it was, she was like getting like 15 years. I don't know, it was a party, but all of us like 14, 13, 16, 17, I mean like teenagers. Yeah. Punks. <laughs> Just punks. Punks, right? And then these guys are coming in here and then it's like our idols and then all of a sudden we, we, there was like a little problem and then everybody like getting like a little problem there with, with them and it's like, and I say no, because these guys are killers. These guys work for Pablo Escobar. We were only kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but then they became like legends. Okay, yeah, like sure. Legends, you know? And then uh, nowadays we see a different, but at the time they were like heroes because everybody wants to be in power. Yeah, you want to have something. Yeah. Because we're talking influence. about that like, people have not even speak English or. We just gotta have a few channels from the United States, but no, like we were very isolated. We didn't. We were very, very ignorant. Mm -hmm. No money, no nothing. No a few brands of cars, and now these guys are coming with Broncos and stuff. It's like, just like big, crazy ass yeah. automobiles and yeah, just yeah, living yeah. the life large. Yeah. And uh, so you never got involved in the whole narco gang. Did you ever? No, but you have it? friends that are in the business. Mm -hmm. You have friends, you know, like uh, people that you study with, and mm -hmm. then they're in the business. But when they are in the business, they disappear. They right. they one reason is because because people invite, they start then they start talking and they they like oh, they start looking and they're making money and then yeah. you stay in there and they're making so they're just trying to avoid like bad energy. Mm -hmm. 
And then it's like a secret stuff. Like once you know that, you, you don't want to tell nobody. Yeah, you, they might know you're in the business, but you don't want to tell them nothing. You don't know. You don't know what they're doing. You just Ex know they're involved. Exactly. Yeah. Right. For sure. So, and that's good. That's good at the same time because, I mean, you don't know what you're going into. Yeah. I mean, if you really know, okay. But if you don't know, then you're involving somebody that is very naive in the business, and you, he's gonna get in trouble, and then you brought it. Yeah. You know, well, being a teenager in that time and like you're in your you know late teens early 20s yeah, 17 yeah, did, did anybody ever like approach you and ask you to be part of it or try and get you involved no no as I was telling you people join mm -hmm. so like everybody's looking for the opportunity so they didn't yeah. need to approach nobody no no you never had a friend be like Come on, man. Let me... No, you want it. You want them to ask you. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they never do it. So you don't ask because we already know that their answer is like, no, man, I don't want you to get in this. Mm -hmm. That's it. But you were, you're helping your, your, your wife at the time. Your ex oh, yeah. But it's a, it's a legal business. It's a business. It's a legal right? business. And everything. So she was like charging money for translating that. And she's a lawyer. So she knows legitimate, about, you know what I mean? Yeah, legalized. Exactly, everything. exactly. And then why, why did you guys break up? She, she was too jealous, man. Uh huh. Typical Paisa in Tarsus. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know because you can have I can find women that are like, I mean, that they they're too much pressure. They have they're very mature. Mm -hmm. They're very mature. Well, no, it's because. Because my my personality, man, is I'm very friendly. Yeah, I, I I met I met you from a food tour. It was actually one of the best tours I've ever done. I was <laughs> a food, the food tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or which the tasty tour? The tasting tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was it. I think you've been in the boat at some point. Boat tour or no, or going to San Rafael by bicycle? That one too, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had, we had a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> you like the tasty tour? Cheers, cheers, man. man. <laughs> so, what did you do in your in your twenties? What that was? What I was in the, the university. 90s, 90, university. I studied engineer. I didn't finish, but I studied engineer. Mm -hmm. Went to the eighth semester. And then I was ready to go to the ninth semester, which is like practice. So how do you, what, I don't yeah, know what it's called. Yeah, like an internship. Or, internship, you know. exactly. And yeah. I didn't do it. I just stayed in the States. And and then I was like, mm, I So you went it. to the States? Yeah, and then I, mean, I went to the States, yeah. Uh, I was 19 years. I went, I went for vacation, came back, learned English. And then when I, when I studied for four months, every day, then I fucking got it. Because mm -hmm. my brain was very... Trained at that time, you know, I'm mm -hmm. doing an engineer, I'm studying engineer, so yeah. I'm sharp. Yeah, now I knew, I know that I was sharp. Mm -hmm. So, um, sorry. <laughs> no worries, man. Uh, <laughs> um, where, where in the States were you? Florida. Was yeah. Florida? Florida. Florida. What, Miami? No, like, you, you know Florida? More For, or less. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A little bit upper. A little, that's pretty close to Miami. I think an hour yeah driving yeah, an hour driving and but it's completely different man mm. Miami is a big city it is Miami so, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. there once when I was like in my 
twenties. Yeah. <laughs> we did it right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like South Beach. South, yeah. My my friend um Oren met his brother for the first time. We actually stayed at his place and he worked for radio. So his brother was like the guy promoting all these clubs on South Beach and everything like that. So we rolled up Miami like red carpet yeah. sometimes. You know, like, oh, <clears throat> right this way. Yeah, yeah it was great. Way. It was probably a little larger than life than <laughs> than I deserved or <laughs> my mentality at that time. Yeah. It was like I'm at these clubs with these celebrities and yeah, it's but it's crazy. crazy. That's that's Miami. That's man. Miami. Yeah. That's Miami. That's Miami. I approached Miami in different ways. Mm -hmm. That that one way was the regular way, just like I I, I had an American girlfriend. I used to go party and. And then or going with my family to Spanish places and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But so your parents moved to my uh, to Florida. To Florida, well. my my mother, my mother, my sister, my father lives here. They separate. Then my mm -hmm. brothers in the states. Yeah. And then I approached it from from the American side because through my ex girlfriend, so they went into like that culture, like learning, mm -hmm. like sleeping in one apartment right there in South Beach. In South Beach. And then this guy went, it's like a very beautiful apartment in, in, on, in South Beach, right? Yeah. And he's a police guy. And then you open his refrigerator, everything is like, just in perfect, order. perfect, order. everything, everything, everything. Nice. even the, the way that the, 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 the bottles were facing the, the same way, all everything organized. Wow, right? Like obsessive compulsive. Yeah, man. So I'm like <laughs> understanding this culture, and then I mean, like he's my my my, my ex girlfriend ex girlfriend friend. She was getting married, but she was talking about like virginity. I don't know what she was fucking talking about. I mean, like some crazy weird. So I'm like, yeah. what the fuck. Like, I'm, crazy, so yeah. I'm like, I'm learning, right? I'm like, okay, interesting. So for me, it was a different approach from my, uh, to Miami, right? Mm -hmm. But then I have the approach of, uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was selling lingerie and underwear and bathing suits. And <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> to ladies, to ladies. Man. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine taught me, uh, taught me about some ladies buying because Colombia is very good in underwear, beautiful and good quality. Okay. Yeah, they bring their fabrics to uh, from France, and then the designs and everything. I mean, they are there. I I believe good, you. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not very. <laughs> I don't know much about the lingerie game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I just got some money here. I bought you uh, two one of those briefcases. Mm -hmm. And stuff is bathing suits and then I mean I, I kind of know here in Colombia in Medellin we know about about um, making fat making stuff exactly yeah. uh, big clothes, business here clothes. like Medellin is yeah. business so really. learn about the size the cup the wire and everything about the underwear and ladies little by little mm -hmm. and start making good money selling underwear man right. you just said a lot more about Underwear and lingerie than I ever <laughs> thought about in my life. Many is an art. Yeah. But anyways, I ended up dating a stripper. Mm -hmm. I learned that the strip clubs have different levels in money. Money-wise, yeah. okay. 
right? And the, like the bottom strip clubs to like the high end strip yes, clubs. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. You've seen it all then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to like I started, and then I knew that because when I was dating her, mm-hmm. she was looking for different clubs to work during the week because she was. I mean, it, it, because. The strip clubs in Florida are like season by in the week during the like weekends are stronger, which mm-hmm. is like Mondays and Tuesdays in Vegas, and then like the rest of the is in Atlantic City, and it's like a, goes around the whole country. So right. she knew how to how to move around. So okay. I talked to her, and the next day she's in Las Vegas or in Vegas, Damn. and then the next day she's in Atlantic, City, and then it's like private planes and everything. I'm like, oh. So I knew that, okay, they say the strippers don't have sex with the clientele. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now with the regular ones. <laughs> but if you throw up $100,000 on the table, yeah, I want you to be with me the whole weekend. Things are going to change. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she was jealous of you. No, no, no. no, that, no. Was, that was a stu- No, no, no. She wasn't my wife. Oh, okay. No, my wife is the lawyer here right. in Colombia. No, that was when I was, went to <laughs> the you, States. That's yeah. when you think the States. <laughs> yeah, when I was in this. Damn, man. Yeah. So, how long did you live in the States for? Because I go up and down. I mean, like. Uh, but I think it's all together like five years. Oh, okay. Five years, yeah. Every time I go, I know how to work the system better. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the first time yeah. I was working cleaning and then like working at a gas station, delivery. So, but then once I learned more in the English, getting a girlfriend, this, 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 that, mm-hmm. that, that. Stripper I, manager. Exactly, yeah. So I wasn't thinking about the, the American dream. Never. I wasn't, wasn't in my in my mind. Never your plan No. have a white picket fence and stay in the States. No, no. Yeah. Just enjoying it. I yeah. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like the people, like everything. Yeah, that's for sure. It, you know? Go out there for your face. Yeah, so every time I go, I have fun. So much fun, I can't believe because because it's like uh, like when uh, the other girl that was here, Nelly, she told, mm-hmm. told me, I want to put you in, in Copenhagen to oh, see how you, because I will behave the same yeah. in Russia or in Iran or in every, any fucking <laughs> or Copenhagen. Yes, I go Copenhagen. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, me is me. I've already been up and down. So, you know. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I came prepared. I didn't know when I was be I would be able to mm-hmm. escape. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's quarantine's the, that's kind the, of crazy, man. <clears throat> this guy is just a fucking chicken. Yeah, he's a chicken. He's you a chicken. Oh, no. He's going to cripple my system. Oh, they, they have a strong motherfucker. The mayor. The mayor. Of yeah, the mayor is a good guy, but it, does, it doesn't. It's good as his mentality or smart or his consciousness let him yeah, be good. He's just a little too uh, intense. Yeah. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. We can't even. Oh, excuse me for anyone listening. We can't even leave our home. You're not even, I, I had to duck around buildings to make sure I could get in today, <laughs> just to sneak over. I had to prep myself, get myself all ready, you know, yeah. I got my mask on and my fake badge and everything, <laughs> everything, man. It makes sense. That's crazy. No, 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 no. That means you don't know what you're doing. Because mm. if you have your own people like that, no, I don't know. Dude, so I, I got I to gotta ask you, so have you ever 
uh, I don't know. I heard a rumor somewhere, if you will. He used to work in Panama or mm-hmm. he used to do tours ever. Oh, yeah. I was working so. in a hostel in Panama. I was... I was I was in a, on the beach for like six months. Do you remember where? The yeah, town? it's in the Pacific, but it's like I think it's it's called Playa Blanca. Playa Blanca. Playa Blanca. It's the it's yeah. the widest beach in Panama. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking gringos. We're talking sand. Yeah, sand, sand. <laughs> Maybe yeah. gringos too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sand, sand, sand. That the people can play. They can play baseball mm-hmm. on the beach. And then they told me like for 10 years, 24-7, 10 years, 24-7, there were trucks getting sand, sand. Just taking it. Yes. For 10 years, every day, 24-7. Yeah. And this was what, like when you're in your 30s? I don't even know. How old are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a question, right? I'm from 1971. Oh, okay. Well, I'm terrible. You're going to do it. <laughs> Twelve? No, just kidding. You're gonna have to like yeah, I'll just every say, time you do, do that question, who's <laughs> gonna tell you the same thing? You're gonna have to set up and count. Everybody's gonna know how stupid I am. <laughs> no, 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 because you just get let's say seventy, so it's thirty years to two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And then we are in two thousand twenty, so it's very easy. Oh, right? so you're like in your fifties? Yeah, <laughs> Close, right? I wouldn't put you a day past twenty nine, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, you look like you're 34. No, and then inquieto. You know what is inquieto? <laughs> inquieto. ¿Qué es inquieto? Inquieto. Inquieto. I'm not, I'm not staying quiet. I'm staying in quiet in one place. Oh, yeah? Inquieto is like staying still. Oh, you're just staying still? Inquieto, no quieres. I'm like doing things all the time. Uh-huh. I can, no, you're, so, always, you're always out and about, man. Exactly. So yeah. those years, but I've been doing things. Mm-hmm. I've been doing things. And... And that's why uh, I can say I, I'm almost not afraid of anything. I can be afraid of something, things. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. yeah, sure. But if I'm, that this is opportunity, like this opportunity, right? For me, this is an opportunity. For some people, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. no for like me, quarantine right now. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's an opportunity. Yeah. For Absolutely. Me, to get better, to get, not even better, to get way much better. Mm-hmm. Like, way much better. In yourself or like just in... Myself, was, yes. Yeah. And then everybody, everything around me. And then the whole con- and then the whole planet. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, man, you're, you're a man of the world. You're, you're a bright light when it comes to anything. Exuberant personality. What do you think, like... You know what? This will be a tough question maybe to ask you. Like, mm-hmm. what's the craziest thing that you've ever done? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been... You, you live... In Medellin, which was the most dangerous city yeah. in the eighties, and you grew up on that. And now, I mean, you lived in Miami, you worked in Panama. I'm sure you have a ton of other crazy things. What do you, what do you think is the most craziest thing that you've yeah. ever done or lived through, or or the craziest adventure that you've yeah, ever had to go through? Many crazies. Yeah, well, let's go top yeah, three. We got a big bottle of aguardiente here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Well, take your time to think about yeah, it. Because, yeah, because no. because right now you're doing some you're doing some fun tours in Guatape, which mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. is the most passive, calm. Oh yes, boring yeah. town. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. very colorful. It's got a lot of culture, but it is a very boring town. 
something. I have fun. I have fun uh, every time. That's why I, I left uh, stay working with Steven, which none of the tour guys like him. They fire him after the one, two presentations or tours. Steven. Work, yeah, Steven. Yeah. I don't even know who Steven is. Yeah, Steven is the driver of the boat, right? Oh, okay. And I, I let him stay because everybody hated him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm making him stay. You know why I'm making him stay? Because he makes me make the tour different all the time because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. So uh -huh. he doesn't do the stuff he's supposed to do. So no. I have to work along that until I just get to the place and then I just like make him go to the place he's supposed to go and then make it. So I wonder if that's where I still have a job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because that but then that makes me develop more skills when I'm doing the tools. Because mm. I because when I when I'm doing it, like right now yeah. I'm doing this. So I try to do it as best that I can possibly do. Right. And even better than push it. Right. Push more and push more until I just get so crazy about it that I know what's going on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because um, I try to, because we have different folks and mm -hmm. different subjects. Like this subject about narco traffic is not for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And then if, if I know a lot of stuff because I have friends that are drug dealers, friends, guys that are, were killers. Mm -hmm. There was one killer that used to, cool guy, I mean, whatever, good looking, I mean, he had different girlfriends and stuff, but then now from being a killer, it's a big jump from a, somebody that used to be like a good guy, right? Yeah. Now he's killing people. Now he's killing people in, in, in New York. When the managing cartel was fighting against the the, the Italians mm -hmm. in New York, this guy was a killer of the maf Colombian mafia to kill Italians. Shit. And I was only he was only like what nineteen years old, so he was going wow. and killing people <laughs> in yeah they taking in the morning yeah killing somebody in the morning or whatever during the day and then come back in the next plane. So in the same day, mm. he goes to the States and come back and he already killed somebody. And then he has a beer with you. And then he was like drinking beer with me <laughs> in the whole group. Just just hanging, yeah. Sometimes they tell stuff, sometimes they don't tell no, nothing. But Man. we hear stories later. Yeah, you know? for sure. That, like that. So that's how you know secrets. Like... Yeah. You don't need to be in the business, but if you are close to people that have been there, you know a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, it's your friends in your life, you know, eventually you find out something. Or sometimes, like, uh, I have friends that are they're not killers, let's say he's a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. And then this guy, let's say, okay, he's calling me to party because I'm, I'm an English teacher, so I know I speak a lot, mm -hmm. and then I know how to run the shows for folks. Yeah control people and stuff so I can control the party. Bah, 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 yeah. bah. You're a good party host. Exactly, right? So <laughs> they, and then then and then you know you hear hear you hear because they want to party, they want to show their money, they want to share their happiness because they're making it yeah big. So they call people they like after a while. 
Because at the beginning, they don't want to talk, but then after 10 years in the business, and then it's just like missing their friends. That's what they're... Yeah. Now they know who friends are for real, not for money and stuff. So mm -hmm. they call you and then they just share and then, and then you hear stuff, you know. Mm. Do you ever, did you ever have anybody like call you after a hard day of work? Just be like, hey, I need a beer. Uh, they come back from a terrible job. You just have to be there for somebody. We don't have to tell specifics yeah. of, of the story, but just how they reacted or like after doing something crazy like that, like. Oh yeah, but them. those guys, they just smoke weed and get so fucking high and don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They just, just get fucked up. And they already know, they know, it's like, I know I'm going to hell. It's <laughs> fucking party like crazy. And they, they will know what is hell. Hell is not like you're suffering, no. Well, this is my uh, personal opinion. Yeah, that's sure. what I see in doing Jahe. Let's say you decide to kill this person. Hmm. This person was affecting by love and by things he was doing this amount of people. Yeah. Let's say a hundred people around him. Mm -hmm. And then these people are following whatever he inflicted in their souls or whatever. Speaking more. so that goes like it's growing and growing and then somebody that is powerful mm -hmm. You're gonna have to repair all that Maybe you're a single soul you have to go and go into this life or whatever and then fix it Go into the next one and fix it and then that's hell That's gotta be hell because you have to go and fix and fix and fix it and, and then it's almost eternal Just Because you does something that's how I see so so when somebody is killing somebody what you're doing, yeah, man. You know, yeah, respect, man. respect, man. Because you have that's a lot to do later, yeah. man. Yeah, a lot to deal with. <laughs> yes, so that's why I'm not, I wasn't interested in that, right? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you see, you know, things, and then, and sometimes, um, oh no, man, let's go. Like, I have friends that have like Lear jets, right? So it's oh no, let's go to Aruba, let's go to Curacao. So we go. And then you start knowing what is the control. I mean, they just landed in a private airport. <laughs> you knew And Jesus. Looking good. In so private... you used to, you, you, do you ever jump on a private jet? Oh, yeah, 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 my friends, yeah. Yeah, you know, from, from, from the university. He has a, and then he has a, he has a, a jet. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and he's registered in the States. Okay. He's part of the establishment. He's part of the establishment. He's, he's, his father is part of the establishment of Colombia. And okay. He's, he's yeah, we can just say establishment. Establishment. Yeah. And a big old, fucking big old house. And you know, you've been in Medellin, right? Mm -hmm. So when you look at the mountain, mm -hmm. you see in the mountain, there's some, car, uh, some houses on the top. Yeah. Right? Those are, to say lightly, they're a house. Yeah, that's the lowest word you could use to describe that Ex is a house <laughs> exactly right <laughs> yeah so and they all know each other almost because it's a, just mm -hmm. a select yeah club and his house is one of the biggest one <laughs> for sure the biggest one this guy you look at this guy he's like he looks like from the Netherlands, exactly how you would picture somebody from the Netherlands mm -hmm. you if you picture? were if you were Spanish picturing somebody from the Netherlands or just say like if you lived in Latin America, picture yeah. Like, how will you picture like uh, somebody from? I would probably picture him like uh, 
the big white dude from Expendables, like some big fucking Viking, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think that is. And then it would be the color of her hair. Blonde. Super blonde. Super white. Blue eyes. Yeah. Well, this guy is red hair. <laughs> really? No, I man, yeah, it's not too far off, I guess, yeah. High like a motherfucker. Very tall. Like, I mean, like... More than six and a half feet. Yeah. Like, 195, 190, which is like... If he played basketball, yeah. he'd be in the NBA. Like seven, like six. Like, very high. Very yeah. high guy. Tall. Tell us Freckles. Really? And white like a motherfucker. <laughs> and he speaks... I mean, Colombia, like he doesn't even know no, yeah, no, he doesn't even speak English. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. And this guy, he, he, he's, this guy is fucking, his house is uh, like, it's, it's, the floor is heated. heated. Yeah, the floor is heated. Yeah. And I mean, like, I know, I know heated toilet seats. Yeah. Yeah. Heated car seats, uh-huh. but just your floor. Yeah, the whole floor, floor. especially in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> in the bathroom because, I mean, yeah. there's a jacuzzi, but then he gets out of the thing and then Shit gets weird. Yeah. Is too, the floor is too cold. Damn, man. Actually, to enter his room, he has to put, he's putting his... Puts his handprint. Yes. Yeah. It's got like handprint recognition, enter yeah. my bedroom. Exactly, and then when you, enter, when you open the, 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 the door, it's very thick. It's like a vault. Yeah. So, and then his, I mean, his room is like the same size. Size as this. This is, um, for anybody listening. Because he has an area to, for the shoes and stuff. Yeah. We're in the main entrance of a large hostel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This isn't small. Exactly. (laughs) This guy, and then he goes... You can see them like from both both sides, and yeah. you can see managing all managing every little single yeah. bit of it. Yeah, and you and like uh, he's still in the game. No, he wasn't in the game. He was just a kid from the rich uh, families. Oh, he was just just a just a homie of yours then. Yeah, you guys but, never got involved. But they have to be. They have to deal with drug dealers that are like. Big drug, big drug dealer. You'd say if you were like a rich family living in Medellin, there was some degree that you had to deal with, you know, the the narco families or the narco situation at some point. Yes, but <clears throat> not with the big families in Medellin. The, the the families with tradition and stuff, they don't want to. They didn't want to deal with drug dealers. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the business. They didn't like anything like that because it's like, oh no, that's not, you know what I mean? It's yeah. But a little by little, that these guys, these people, it's like they're now they're like, they're not the majority of the people. Now it's just like 60, 40 or almost 50, 50. Mm, so okay. now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, now these are my neighbors. Because there's like in different areas in Medellin, mm-hmm. they say we don't allow drug dealers. Yeah, to live in the town, to live in the place. In the, yeah, well, like, do you think like the drug dealers would never consider that? Like, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm a business person. Yeah, no, now, yeah, and then they are business people. You know, now that how the business is run is different than in the '80s and the '90s. Now it's a business. <laughs> now, I mean, like they have to buy people. They have to 
But it's not it's not like killing like before. No, it's it's a little more refined, hey. Yeah. So. Man, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So that's why people, a lot of people jump. You know, there's a lot of things there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things there, and it's like um. Like uh, let's say I have a, a, a friend that used to be a good driver, and then and then later on he was a driver of a drug dealer. You, was that forced? Do you think, or just because the opportunity, the opportunity was so good? Yeah, he wants to make some money and hmm. driving nice cars and stuff. And, and and like we're saying, like making money or like the opportunity, we're not talking about like you know a couple extra hundred dollars. You think we're talking about like thousands of? Money. Oh yes, yeah. No, let's say because these people were generous. So let's mm-hmm. say you, your payment was. It's because it's so difficult because the numbers are back. Let's say, let's say, if you were a taxi driver in the eighties, like a Colombian taxi taxi driver in Medellin in the eighties, how much money do you think he would make? Well, before there were not too many taxis, so they were making good money. Mm -hmm. But it's not even middle class. I mean, you can stay middle class. Mm. Did you ever take a taxi? Or how much would the bus cost? Nah, like in money now it would be, and then in dollars it would be like ten cents of mm-hmm. a of a dollar, ten cents of a dollar, and then it was cheap. Everything was cheap. Yeah. Everything became expensive. It was when the drug dealers came and bring their money. Yeah. It's a fake economy, so they're buying a everything. A fake economy is yeah. a great way to So, use so they're that, buying so. everything, mm-hmm. buy whatever they want to buy it because right. now nothing has a price. Because there's no price for them, so it makes everything goes going up, getting more expensive. Because they don't have a price tag for anything. Because it doesn't matter, right? Like, yeah. well, I mean, so if if your friend was let's say like a, a taxi driver making, he's making five dollars a day, mm-hmm. but he's a good driver. The cartel would try and hire him. Oh yeah, no, and then he would make it like a thousand times more money. <laughs> so like, and some, terrible at math for like yeah, five thousand. But then sometimes they even like, oh man, you're a good boy. Let me give you this uh, this property. Like I know somebody has a nice property now. It's like a like I have five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars property, and it was free. Give, give me his boss. Give it to him, gave it to him because he was a good driver. Because he was driving for him. Damn. He was a good driver, and then giving the property to him. One, one property with that swimming pool and everything. Like five hundred, yeah. five hundred thousand dollar property. Exactly. Because you're a good driver, really. Because you're a good driver, and you can you keep know. your mouth closed. Exactly, or? and then like yeah. keep it like royal. Uh, well, I mean, what do you call it? Royal? No, no, like uh, leal. Uh, like ah uh, oh, shit, yeah. They're just loyal, loyal, loyal. Yeah, loyal, loyal. Well, I'm going to put a pin in this right now. No. Let's take a little break. All right, I have to pee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, I just, you know, we only talk for an hour and have some, some good times. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got a bottle of aguardente, so. Let's resume this conversation. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I forgot what we were talking about. But uh, we were talking about. Your past in, okay. in the past of Colombia. No, in, in, in Florida. I was in Florida. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, we were talking about, like, oh, friends of yours that you know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. live in 
that, uh-huh. that crazy narco life. <laughs> but you, you managed to like stay out of it, hey? No, but it's easy because nobody wants to put you in. Nobody wants you in. No. Everybody just wants to be in, in it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about like nowadays? Like this is, let's move to the 2000s, yeah. if you will. Colombian people right now are not, not, not into being drug dealers. Nobody, Another, no. No, they're not right. because they're, they want to be engineers, they want to be lawyers, they want to be having a business, mm-hmm. they want to be singing, they want to do things. The, the television is trying to push people into that, but people in regular, it's not like, just a few guys want to be drug dealers, but it's just like a few people, and it's probably because they're family, but... Or, so, I've been on a lot of tours and a lot of places in Colombia, and they say there's like, there are three types of perspective or there's three perspectives of you know that that tourism you know it's like Mm -hmm. people either either think that like oh narco tourism it's awesome it's because of you know the movie or the show Mm -hmm. narcos or you have the local people here that are like no that was the worst thing that ever happened Mm -hmm. fuck you for ever talking about it and then you have people that are like well I don't really know Mm-hmm. What what? If it's that bad or not? I mean, yeah. they're like in the middle, like 50-50. 50-50, yeah. Right? And then some other people don't like it at all. I mean, and some people are into that. They like it. Mm-hmm. I'm almost into that kind of people. <laughs> yeah, that, that I like it, but not because of the killer killing. Because yeah, it's bad. Uh, I almost got killed three times. You almost got killed three times. Three times. Because of drugs, because of no, because I narcos. Confused. One time they confused me. I was in a bar, and then I remember at that time, Pablo's time. You have to choose side. Are you with Pablo or against Pablo? Mm-hmm. That's it. You have no other choice. You cannot be neutral. And then I'm talking about people in the business. I was just a regular school boy. Yeah. So I was in a bar, and then my best friend. My best friend's auntie was there with us. It was my, my platonic love. She was so beautiful. <laughs> brunette, but beautiful, beautiful. And then... Did you guys ever hook up? Uh, I was too young for her. Uh-huh. I, I, mean, I was like 16 and she was like 24, so... You didn't answer the question, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good interviewer. <laughs> Something, yeah, some kind. All right. Yeah, I, I won't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, no detail. Anyway, <laughs> then two guys entered the place. Everybody knew they were killed. They were killers. One of them was 13 years old, and the other one was 20. 13 year old killer. 13 year old killer. And then the other one was like 25, like already non killer. Hmm. And then they. <coughs> looking for somebody, I mean, they were going inside, and then they saw me, and they looked at me, like... And then they, from that moment, they didn't stop looking at me, mm-hmm. from yeah. different sides. they just like that. But they were looking for me, I mean, so... Start looking, and looking, and looking, and then, I would kill him, killing me, I mean, that's it, go. So we went there, they checked... 
this this guy next to me, which is now is a drug dealer, a big drug dealer, but he wasn't at the time. He was in the school. I mean, mm-hmm. and then another guy, which is I don't remember who he was, and then they told me, get up. And then I was from here. That was the, the door of the place. Because they, 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 the killers were making an arrangement with the owners of the bars. Right. You, you are allowed to come inside. But please don't kill it inside. Mm-hmm. You know, outside. So you can close the place and leave. Right. You're somebody there. There's blood everywhere. It's going to have to clean it's, it. It's a mess. I mean, it's a mess. Right? Yeah. So the, the, the deal was killing people outside. So they told me they were taking me outside. I was right there next to the door. They killed people like a five five meters distance or something. Right know? in front of you. Right in front of uh, right. No, no, no. But I'm saying that they kill people right at the door. So I wasn't too much time, and then I was like ten seconds from dying, right? Fuck. And then I was just going out with them. The auntie. Mm-hmm. Stop the guy. She's like, "What you doing? Where are you taking this guy?" He's like, "No, no, this guy. Whatever they, I was, I didn't understand." Mm-hmm. And they say, "No, no, you guys are wrong. He's not him. I know him all my life. I mean, he's the best friend of my uh, niece. I mean, nephew and stuff." I'm like, okay. So they released me, and then they told me, the guy told me, like, "I'm sorry, but this is a war, so I'm sorry." And they just released me. They were gonna kill me. She was. Pablo Escobar's brother, girlfriend. Holy shit. You. <laughs> and I didn't know it. <laughs> Wait a second. That's why she... Do I need to say it? Do I need to say oh. it? Say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> you hooked up with Pablo Escobar's brother's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that you're thinking about it, yeah. He was my best friend. Well, they have many girlfriends. But yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she saved man. your life, man. She saved so, my life. I mean, if if anybody's listening to this, the moral of the story is hmm? hook up, it'll save your life. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. So that's that the, was one of them. That's one of three. The other two is like crazy stuff too, you know. So <clears throat> well, let's let's hear the, the sec. Was that that was the most closest time you ever came to getting killed no, was no. A, that was just well, the first seriously one. yeah but sometimes like people shoot him then bullets are passing by next to you yeah yeah stuff like that or like like a friend of mine was gonna get he got kidnapped okay and they they kidnapped him after because i moved with him in the same apartment right we were teenagers and then they kidnapped him the day after he dropped me in my house, after like two weeks in his apartment. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, if they would take the same day, they would, if the day that he were kidnapped, I was in the car, I was going to get killed. You are going to get killed too. Yeah. For, for real. So you just happened to not be there at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But if, if you were there with him, they would have taken you mm-hmm. and they would have just killed you. And exactly. Holy shit. And then this, we're talking about this this guy, his father. The big families in Medellin, mm-hmm. they made a, um, like a... Agreement? No, no, no. It's a, a construction. It's on apartments. Mm-hmm. Big old apartments, like very thick apartments. Each apartment duplex. Yeah. Which is their own swimming pool. 
right? So I have this swimming pool, so not all the swimming pools can be like that. So the whole swimming pools are going around because they don't cover so they don't people's sun, right? Right. And it was thick. I mean, everything was like very luxury. Everything, everything in the apartment, everything. This is father. There were eight apartments mm -hmm. in the whole complex, and his father has two of them. Ah. One for the family, one for my. So this guy has some money. For sure. In the squash core, we were playing right. soccer. All the cars you see, like luxury cars. So, anyways. That was easy back in the days, like there was so much mafia everywhere that for us was very easy that... To be accustomed. Yeah, to be, yeah, with the, studying with somebody that his father is a drug dealer, working for Pablo. Were you ever invited to like a, a party, like a Pablo party? No, 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 yes, but I never seen Pablo. Wow. There are parties that you know there's people there, but because you can see it, you, mm -hmm. can, you can see they, who they are. They're coming into the party with 30 bodyguards. You know, you have a car and then you have two more cars next to you or other cars by motorcycles around you. Yeah. Dressing very different than everybody. Super nice. Yeah. So, so you said one of the times you almost died, you had bullets flying over your head. Mm -hmm. Was that just like a, a con, uh, like a, no, a normally accurate? You're smiling right now. Like, <laughs> that was a crazy yeah. story. Well, do, do you want to share? Yeah, because yeah. what happened? My neighborhood was under construction. So there is a distance from here to the almost, not to the other side, you can see to the other side of the lake. So it was across the bridge. Like, just like grass only, right? Mm -hmm. Right? So that's like, what would you say that? 500 meters? A kilometer? No, no, not too much. 500 meters. Uh -huh. Even less than that. But it's like all grass. So at night time, I mean, it's all dark. But you can see houses over there. Mm -hmm. I mean, all houses in the back. And then this guy, I don't know what he was like. I think he was hitting his girlfriend. And there's the time of the narcos. And then we start crying like, Let her alone, you piece of shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, this guy was a killer. So he was like shooting, like pow, 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 pow. because we could see our our shapes, you know. Yeah, you see your shadow. Right? Right? Yeah, and he's like, Poof. and then I feel like Poof. he was gonna kill us. He didn't give a fuck. fuck. And then I start running. Yeah. Any normal person. Yes, yeah, so everybody's running everywhere, right? We were like six of us. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up like. Running and then in these houses, some houses they, they construct the whole house, even like covering the, the garage, which is like grass, you can park the car there. They they, they built there, so they, they, they it's covered. But some of the houses they still have the space and it's dark because it's night time, right? Okay, right? so it's like big old houses, but then this little space in between the houses, right? Yeah, so I run and then I run and I hide in one like of in those an alleyway, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And then and then the guy that was shooting us was like, and then parking in his uh, That's house. him driving around looking for you. Exactly. Looking for yeah. anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And then he just like go, and then after a while, he just went to his house, right? And then he parked right there when I was laying down. <laughs> really? He like parked right where you were laying Right, I'm like, stood up and ran again. He's like, oh. that's the fucking guy. She starts shooting at you again. Jesus. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, dude. 
Almost got killed, right? Sure, a few times. <laughs> dude, that is that is crazy shit, dude. Yeah. Holy man. And then, then I wasn't even in the business, so you see? Yeah. I mean, like, the, you could hear a guy, his name, his nickname was Ponchera. And Ponchera was the killer in the area, the most killer, 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 mm -hmm. killer everybody. He was such a... Uh, like um, one of those guys in the school that is like a pain in the butt all the time. Like a douchebag. Yeah, it's like all the time, but he's like too heavy, too heavy. Mm -hmm. this guy. But at the end, everybody's believing him up. Yeah. Well, he killed everybody that beat him up in the bus when he was in the school. Oh, really? When he got yeah, we famous got enough, him. when he was big enough, he just killed everyone that made fun of him in school. Yeah. That's fucking ruthless. You know what I mean? And, and then, like, uh, there was a corner that he used to pass by, and then these guys, rock, calling rockeros, people that like heavy metal. Yeah, rockeros. Rockeros. Dressing all black and everything. Mm -hmm. Kill all of them. I mean, it's just like one by one by one by one. There were like 15. Kill all of them. Just because just he could. Because he was, like, getting revenge. Fuck, man. His mind was fucked up. Mm -hmm. In Medellin. Yeah, in the area I was living, yeah. Even when I was going out, we could see you can bump into him. And if you bump into him in the wrong way, you're dead. You're dead. Because I've seen him before killing people out in front of my eyes. Yeah. You can see, like, people laying down, you can smell the, the blood and the, and the steam of uh, the, the dynamite of the thing. You know? Yeah, like the, from the, the bullets. Powder, so yeah. The gunpowder, yeah. And the guy there looking at the people like, I'm fucked up, but he's still alive. But he's just like, he's dead. Yeah. Shit, man, that's crazy. So that's why I wasn't, never was interested in like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. No. No. Man, that's crazy, no. dude. I ended up translating to people that are, the people that are in business, but they go abroad mm -hmm. and they don't, know, they don't speak the language. Right. Everything is going too fast. Yeah, and they're making money, but making so much money that the kids didn't have the time to study. <laughs> so let's say this, this, this family is going to Miami mm -hmm. and they need a translator. So they tell me, I go with them. Mm -hmm. They're going to Aruba or Curacao or some, some place. Somewhere, yeah. Or going to the mall or going to the jewelry store. They don't speak the language, but they have the money. You were like a, a private contractor on the legal section well, when it came to anything ever dealing with well, narcos. And then people that are in the business wouldn't hire anybody that I don't know. Right. You hired me because study with him. He's, your father knows my father, stuff like that, you know? Right, yeah. We can trust this guy. Mm -hmm. They don't call you in the business because the guys over there, they don't want to meet you because mm -hmm. they don't know who I am. Yeah, but for the family, it's I mean, between you, it's good. Other people, that's something different, you know. Yeah, like you're just different. The friends and the family that you knew, exactly, that got involved. Right? So especially that you know, you hear sometimes in conversations, or sometimes a guy is drunk and tell you shit. At many levels, man. You hear it. Out of out of everybody, all of your friends that you grew up with or you met when you were younger. How many of them are still alive today? Oh, yeah. no, almost, almost all of them. A lot of, yeah. 
people, even people in the business. <laughs> like, there's, would you say they're still in the business, or they just made their way to become legitimate? Exactly. Like they're all legal now. Uh, but still, but a couple of them are still in the business. Mm-hmm. You say still like like people are so greedy that they don't want to stop. Right. But there there are still a handful that made their money. Yeah, they took that around, big score and then nobody got knows it. them. I mean, they know how to. They 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 they're they're enjoying their money right now. Yeah. When it when it comes to like, let's talk about like the eighties and nineties. They did some maybe one or two really big jobs and they were able to get out and now they're okay yeah that's how you start but then after they have it they don't they don't want to stop nobody wants they don't stop no. they keep going and going and going and going and then yeah they stop because whatever somebody got busted over there but they they never stop I mean I, they, mm. everybody I know most of the people even though they say oh we stop we stop now they're always a little bit in there. So they're they just want to tell nobody that they're still working. Mm. You see how they, they ah, I mean, this guy's working. I mean, it's not my problem. It's not his problem. No, it's not. Yeah. It's whatever, not hurting anybody you know, anymore, yeah, you know. Yeah, but they, they still, they still, that. yeah, a few guys, yeah, they stop, but because they're too old for that, or, or because that's it, their business is gone. I mean, yeah. the whole thing gone, so they can... There's nothing. They have to start from the beginning, and it's not easy. Yeah. So that's out of why. out of everybody, you what is the percentage of people that like made it and they're still going, or the people that you know now they have nothing? It's a good it. percentage. The people that make made it, make it. Hmm. And the people say, that just lost everything from it are still yeah, alive. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the the good percentage of people still have it. They keep it. They mm-hmm. still have money, they still, yeah, I mean, like, I would say people that make it is like 80%. Mm-hmm. I whatever, the, whatever their brains let them go. Yeah. You know, so, so people, 80% of the people are made it, but out of everybody still, involved, how many people do you think ended up dead? Uh... I really have to be in the business and run a show, no? No, but like out of the people you know, out of everybody you know that was involved so in. So it would be like not even, I mean like, uh, like not even 40% of the people, not even 30. Not even a 30. lot of people, yes, but not the, not the majority, not the majority. Out of everybody you knew that was involved in the game, 30% made it out. And out of those 30%, 80% are still alive successful out of it yeah Damn. I know guys that spend the money but they spent it mm-hmm. so many people got I mean they got involved I have a, a guy that I met I knew I mean he was close to my best friend his uh, brother-in-law mm-hmm. and he used I used to <clears throat> they used to invite me to the to with my wife to the the parties Parties, or I mean, not only but the farm and the country houses. Yeah. They would spend the weekend, but when they have a meeting, they go and then I stay by myself. And I was the only one not involved. <laughs> <laughs> the only one, and I was very happy. My, my, I have the best kind of wife because everybody's competing who has the, the most beautiful wife and stuff. My wife was very beautiful. I was in the business. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of exercise and 
I mean, studying English. Well, if you're doing exercise then. I used to, yeah. <laughs> so, whatever that word was we were talking about earlier at the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> it's can brag. Yeah, right, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. so, hey man, keep talking. Sorry. Yeah. So, anyways, um, and then then they come back when they do the meeting, and they come back and enjoy it with me. Mm. I remember that, that my wife was so freaking. Jealous. She was beautiful. I don't know what the fuck was, was her problem. But mm. anyways, everybody's with their wife, right? So you brag with your wife. It's just like the best bathing suit in the in the nice uh, property with this guy that is having like a brand new Mercedes with his wife and then this guy, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, this guy got more than $30 million and lost it in less than a year. And then now he's in the streets, but whatever. 30 mil. Yeah, or even more. Thirty million dollars. Yeah, mass. Yeah. Um, and then come this guy that is like he was like nineteen, right? Yeah. And coming with like five beautiful girls, like they were like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, beautiful, Just super babes. duper sexy. Yeah. Medellin, Colombian. Yeah. Super but, rocket, but high class Hot because class they were not babes. even they were not even prostitutes. No, it's just girls he pick up from the schools with his his uh, his, uh, his Mercedes. Son, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, but the but crazy ones the ones that smoke weed. Yeah, for sure. And then he was like everybody with their wives, and then he's like coming with five girls. You know what I mean? And then all <laughs> the wives were mad at him because all these girls. Oh, happy man! Why? All these girls were like. Just. Teasing, teasing, man. Yeah, okay, teasing. Sure. And, uh, and then, you know, like, we are people that we don't give a fuck about our wives. So we just started, you know, with these girls and stuff. Esta mujeres, la amiguita de... Those girls are very fucking fine, very fucking fuckable. Look at that, look at that. So we just go straight. We don't give a... No, 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 no. Why? So the wives were starting to start getting, like, mad. <laughs> Not at the guys. At the girls. At the girls. Because they were teasing too much. Because they were really ah. teasing. Because girls get mad at the girls instead of the guys. None of the guys, no, no. We fucking run this show. <laughs> we're the kings. Gringos, listen. <laughs> it's not always the guy's fault. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, yeah, because they were, te- they were teasing too much. Beautiful and stuff. And then like, I sometimes want boop out and then... Or something like really see-through, oh, very small. Titties popping out. Exactly. What happened? And yeah. then we're talking about like a type of like ten. Yeah. Like, like, like next door, a girl ten. Yeah, ten. And a Medellin ten. Yes, you know. That's like, like a twenty in, in the United States. Exactly. Canada, like, yeah. We're talking about good level here. You know, yeah. good level of a, like a stripper in the high for the high class. I, I don't even know if I can imagine. Yeah. Man. Oh no, you can. You sometimes you see it like, is this fucking real? It's like a. That's John Michael like, saying that right like, now. Because it's like, oh, I think it's so like nice. a symmetry or something. I yeah, I, I have no I idea. Is, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> so and this guy getting mad and all this mm. and then. I mean, Religion. because they think everybody there mm-hmm. are drug dealers, I mean, bosses and have big money, so they yeah. go after that. 
Oh yeah. So they really mean it. <laughs> yeah. You're just there, just being being dead, being your old smart ass self, just chilling out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, with my wife. I yeah. know, I said everything to my wife. I never cheated on her probably once, once, but ex-wife. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the lawyer. Yes. Wife. This is the lawyer wife. Ex, yeah, ex. So ex-wife. somewhere out there in Medellin is a beautiful Medellin lawyer. Oh yeah, single yeah, yeah. with a broken heart. Freckles. <laughs> Freckles. Yeah. Have you have you ever been in a, a serious relationship since? Oh yeah, yeah. I married after that again. Oh. <laughs> a few years after. Few yeah. Years after. But I, I got a, I have a daughter. Yeah. She's twelve years old. I have a son. Oh yeah. yeah he, he's three years. He lives three. in Hawaii. <laughs> God, of course, man. Let me show you. She looks a lot like her mother. For sure. But she looks like me too. Oh, I can see it. Right? <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's the smile. Yeah, it's, it's the it's smile. It's the smile in the, in the cheeks, yeah. Yeah, there it is. And, um, you know, I got the, you know, my daughter, I used to take her to the forest as much as I could. Yeah. If I could do it every day, I would do yeah. it. So, look, just, just, just to get everything on track, like, if you've had the uh, pleasure of going on a free and easy trip to Colombia, Actually, I think we've only ever been on like, two trips with you. We've had other guides, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's definitely because, always the best. You know why? You know why? Because I don't like tours. I no. don't like tours. You don't like. Them I go to a place like like a tour. I don't like. To, I like to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. So, if I gonna do a tour, I'm gonna do it as much as I better as I like it because I don't like tours. So if I gonna make it, I'm gonna make something. It's gonna be you. Different. Yeah, you have to yeah. do it, you. And then yeah. I could catch the attention from you, and then you're just gonna be, you're gonna be a nice experience for you. Mm. And that's, and I go, I use the emotions, I use, uh, I mean, I study the people when I see it. Mm. I study, I try to have as much information that I can, yeah. countries, age, styles. Well, I mean, if you look at, if you go to any travel site, like Tour Radar, or uh, not Tour Radar, but, um, TripAdvisor, or for any reviews, anyone that's ever had a tour with you is actually, they're outstanding. Yeah, the people like it, man, right? You do something different. I'm, you know, as a a tour guide myself, I am in awe, because you do an incredible incredible job. (laughs) You do understand the It's a blender. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Those are... Science fiction. Yeah. That's. I you call it when you have a science fiction uh, movie and then you have like some special effect. Oh, special effects. Those are <laughs> special effects, man. Special effects. <laughs> <laughs> There's Manuel over there fucking blending <laughs> up a. Definitely not a margarita. <laughs> no. What <laughs> something more healthier? Okay, so well, you know what, man? Like, let's call it. Let's call it the end, because uh, okay. at least for this interview, it's gone on a little while. Wow, yeah, that's true for sure. I can I can tell you stories. Like, I haven't even started yet. Yeah, well, that's it, man. Like, <laughs> let's let's put a pause on it for now, and then yeah. we'll keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just about friends hanging out and having a good time. And, 
I'm sure people are in Latin. Peace and love. Peace and love. John Blackman, the original. Thank you so much for this interview. And we're chatting. We got a half a bottle of Aguadente. Uh,